Hello, and welcome back to Nebcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Adam! Adam! Yes. It has been a while. Indeed. What are we going to talk about today? Uh, I think we're going to talk about Totori Dynasty and... Uh, what is Totori Dynasty, Adam? It was our 48-hour film festival project that got rochambeaued by uh, one of our editors, unfortunately. Dude, he, dude, not cool. Not, not cool. Co- not oh, professional. Oh, okay. <laughs> no one's at fault, except for me, the director, because it's my job to make sure that everyone's... Uh, maybe we should back up and start the story from the beginning. Okay, I'm going to do the golden rule on this one. <laughs> What's the golden rule, Adam? If you don't have anything nice to say, say don't, don't say, say anything, anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was... It was that's a, the lead-in. There was problems. There was problems. It was, it was... I don't know. It was fun, for the most part, you know, to see all these people working together and doing things. But, uh, yeah, then, I don't know. It's interesting when you see egos kind of start to rise out of nowhere. You know, like they, they're, you know, they're there, but they're you don't think they're that big, and then all of a sudden it's just like, hey, let me do this, hey, let me do this. I mean, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, but this is kind of a one-person show, so but it got kind of ridiculous. Yeah, um, I we did a lot of preparation for it, and I we kind of thought we had most of the problems out of the way, but. Um, we had uh, one member, uh, my friend Sal, was part of the group, and then she dropped out because she uh, decided she wasn't really into it. And part of those reasons is because she's done it like four times before, and uh, she said like on the on her her teams there was always like conflict with the people, and we kind of eventually ran into that. Yeah, which I you know I a lot of the people that we were working with like normally in everyday access like we don't really have a lot of complications like every, uh, the person that we had the complications with now i look back and i see where some of that kind of happened before anyways you know and yeah. i should have been more conscious and i should have thought about it before i was like hey let's put you know but well, we, the thing is like and this isn't like a session to like let's call this guy out no no not him. at all this is just this is how this like this is how tutorial dynasty worked and like part of that thing is like I just came to you and like and I told you I, we, we like we want to do a contest. We've always wanted to do like a film contest. So the 40, 48, 48 hour film, which those of you listening who don't know, is a festival. It's actually a film project where you just assemble a team of your the people you know are talented and you try to film a short five to seven minute feature in forty eight hours. So from Friday afternoon, or Friday night to Sunday afternoon, straight through, you're just constantly working, shooting, and editing. Edit- <coughs> editing. Editing. <clears throat> uh, to meet the deadline. So at 7 o'clock on Sunday, like, you have to have your movie done and turned in. <coughs> Sorry. Movie done and completed. But the. You know, turned in on a, yeah. on a disc. One second over, and you're disqualified. And you can still show it, but it's not eligible for awards or anything. And the awards are go on to the next round, which is best of, get picked, like shown at the Stars Theater, and then uh, goes on to, you know, like a national circuit. Yeah. Of best of, and like best of Denver, <clears throat> and so forth. And uh, so, I totally lost my train of thought. Where did we start that part? Um, the, the process of. The process and how it worked and how it, how it kind That's of what the fell. festival is, yeah. Yeah, but then how it kind of fell apart was, you know, you have... Brad, who's been a director for a long time, been the Nebulous Vision's kind of forefront and head and creative mastermind. And then 
you have uh, another person who also who uh, was is also a director, and uh, he had done a project last year that I did with him, which was the uh, Turd Merchants of Death movie, and he was the director on that, and so he, having that kind of mind and mental state, he kind of approached Totori the same way, but all the while saying, oh, I don't want to do any of this, I don't want to deal with any of that stuff. Yeah, we, like, we start off the project, just me and Adam, like, we want to do this, but we're commonly used, we're usually used to not being able to find people besides us to make movies. So we decided, like, let's just get anyone we can right away. So we first went to Elliot. Yeah. Because, you know, he wanted to work on something. And he's always down, you know. So we just found, that like, the most immediately available people, like, right away. And we said, you know, in two months, we'll reconvene and we'll do this. And so without, like, thinking of, like, the dynamic and how people have to work. And, uh, <coughs> yeah, this, um, you know, Sam, he's not going to listen to this. Yeah. Not that it was a huge problem, but it's just like it created this rift in the, the ability to make this movie. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. He's obviously made, he's had a budget and made something that had money behind it and a lot of people working on it. And he's managed mm -hmm. a huge crew. Us, on the other hand, we're usually just working for us and doing stupid shit. Yeah. In really short forms. And he did like almost an hour long thing. So there's the, you know give him credit, like, he, as a director, like, he has, I have 10 years of experience doing little things, and he has a lot of experience doing, like, one thing. Yeah. And so it's like... Ours, the way that we work is a little bit more spontaneous and, like, you know, work with what you've got, you know? Work like, with nothing. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, like, when I think about it, I kind of think of, like, how Jackie Chan approaches a movie. He goes to the set, and instead of choreographing the fight ahead of time, he'll go to where they're going to film it, and then just create it there, and they'll practice it for a day, hmm. and then they'll do it, you know? And that's kind of how we do things. And the way he does it is just, you know, used to kind of more a bigger budget and setting up everything, you know, like Yuen Woping style, or, you know, sorry if you guys don't get these references, but, you know, so he was more used to just setting up everything and having it ready to go, and then shooting. And then when shit didn't work out, he'd yell and scream and everybody do it, hmm. you know? And then when shit worked out well, he'd really compliment everybody. You know, and it was, and it was, he's, I don't think he's a bad director at all. I'm not trying to badmouth. It was just, it was a complication between two people two that, you know, two different styles. And even when we were filming, it was just like, he wants to do it the way he normally does it. And we were like, well, we want to do it this way. And then we ended up kind of missing shots and not paying attention to everything because of the way everything started to kind of crumble mm -hmm. in terms of just the basic element of everything. So initially we went to Elliot and he's like, yeah, dude, totally. Let's do it. Let's do it. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to talk to Sam and see what he can do. Because also Sam has better filming equipment. Uh, Elliot, too. So, like, we didn't use our own filming stuff except for our lighting kit for yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah. So we went to Sam. And we were like, Sam, we're going we're gonna to do this 40-hour film. You know, do you want to help us out? And he's like, I don't know. Like, I guess I want to. But, like, doing the turd merchants, like, took a lot out of me. I ended up doing a little bit of everything. And, like, I don't want to end up in that role again where I'm doing, like in control of everything and like having to have my hands in every little department. And I was like, well, great. You don't have to like me and Adam will take care of that. And all you have to do is show up and shoot it. So he was like, Oh, okay. If I only have to do that, like it should be hard. But, um, is we started, uh, as we reconvened and started planning in the process, I think he got really excited about the project and kind of realized like, Oh, this is something I really want to do. Yeah. That's so, how yeah. So while we were like, you and me, we're just like, okay, we're going to... My philosophy was, assemble all these people, 
and like make them micromanage their own departments. So like Elliot and Sam should only be focused on the like how it looks in the camera. Like I'll tell them I'll I'll do the blocking, and I'll organize everybody. <coughs> but they like Elliot and Sam only have to worry about how the scene I set up looks in the camera. Right. And then Sam recruited Noah to the lighting. So, which was the guy who did it for Turd Merchants. Yeah. So my mindset was. Noah needs to light the scene to make it look good for those two. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Sam, his girlfriend Miley, took care of the contracts because I hate doing paperwork. And yeah, she's awesome about that. Yeah, she's really good. Um, I recently started dating Amber, so like uh, she wasn't going to be involved at first, and I told her what we were doing. She's like, is there anything I can do? And I was like, oh, you can, you know, be a grip, I guess. You know, usually one of the, like, lowest appreciated, like... (laughs) Uh, roles that is, you know, more needed than you think is just someone to carry shit. So And just grab and do things. Grab and do things, you know, keep track of stuff. And so she ended up, like, being, what, the clapboard person? Mm -hmm. And script supervising and, you know, prop wrangling and stuff, all that. So just a general useful person. And then, who else did we get? Sal. I brought her on for contracts, but then she, like, like, conflictive, uh, Thing she was doing, she couldn't do it, and then I feel bad. I'm forgetting people that were on this crew already. Well, Colby, was oh, there. yeah, Colby, um, also Sam's friend, acting friend. Um, and he's like, normally a writer, guy, right? Yeah, he kind of is like a writer, yeah, all kinds of things. He did all, does all kinds of things, but he came in as, as an actor for like in your your department. I was gonna, you, you were the lead actor, so you were like the lead of the acting department. For the uh, yeah. who else was acting? Andy. Oh, yeah. Andy. Andy came down. Andy. Uh, I was trying to bring him in on the uh, the creation, like the pre planning and everything, but uh, halfway th- and he couldn't actually come down to the meetings. And then like halfway through, like I sensed that he was disgruntled about something, and I talked to him. Was like, because uh, he was doing voice chat in some of the meetings, but we couldn't. No one was like really talking to him because he wasn't physically there. So he eventually just shut up. And I was like, "Why are you being so quiet?" He's like, "Well, I don't feel like anyone's listening to me." And you know, I don't really care about this pre-production stuff anyway. I just want to come to the shoot and just do just stuff. Do stuff yeah. So like, oh, okay, well, great. Um, so I stopped requiring him to come to, come to the meetings. And then, uh, yeah, he just showed up on the day. He brought down uh, two actors. Um, his other friend, also named Andy, and then uh, his friend Gail, mm-hmm. uh, who's like a like an, an acting troupe. I don't know. Yeah, that's something. what they were doing. Uh, yeah. So. He managed to bring two actors with him, and then his friend Andy is also, like, a composer, kind of, like Robert. Mm -hmm. So, Andy came down just to, like, act, but as he was seeing what we were doing, he's like, uh, what are you guys doing about music? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm not sure yet, um, probably just gonna, like, Sam said he has some, like, loops and stuff, and he's like, well, if you, you, you like to give me the opportunity, I'd like to try and score it. So, we are like, well, if you can score it in, like, four hours, uh, then great. So, we showed up on, uh... Friday evening at 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were supposed to come down, but I think work fucked I you have, over yeah, again. I have, yeah, my work repeatedly fucks me over, but yeah, I had to, I had to work that night. And uh, so I was going to have you draw. When you start the whole process, you go to this meeting place. This was the Denver Open Media Building downtown. You draw the, the, the genre, the character, name, and profession, and a line of dialogue mm-hmm. out of a hat. Uh, well, the live dialogue and the uh, prop, oh, there's prop two, those are just uh, announced right away. But the genre is drawn out of a hat. Uh, so 
uh, Colby showed up and Amber showed up and I was there and they give you a little gift basket of like little treats to mm-hmm. s- sustain you over the <laughs> the 48 hours um, I don't even know where that basket went <laughs> I think Sam got it uh, but it had like a rice chips treat and a cookie in it and stuff and coupons but um, yeah so Colby showed up and like I originally planned for you to draw out of the hat because I thought it was like a luck thing mm-hmm. but you, you couldn't make it so I had Colby do it <clears throat> And we had like a, in the pre-planning, oh yeah, John, I forgot John. Yeah, John, yeah, John and Jason too. John, I brought him in to write because he has his website, um, and he, you know, write, wrote every day for like two years, so I figured, uh, for once I would not do the writing part, I would let someone else do it. So he came on, and then like he went to the meetings with me, Sam, uh, Colby, Amber, and Miley and like we had meeting and stuff and then John was John throughout the whole uh, meeting part was like I don't know if I can do this like uh, I don't want to let anyone down like do you really believe I can do this I was like yeah it's it's no big deal like the whole uh, process of this is I want to I want to assemble people who do their own thing and make them all do a thing together yeah so you know we I don't want one person kind of turning like having (laughs) one single idea and following through with it, I want everyone to collaborate. Right. That's the word. So, I brought John, and then, like, halfway through, John's, John's like, you know, Jason's available, and since I'm used to writing with him, can I bring him on to help me write this thing? I'm like, yeah, sure. So, John and Jason got together, and they did the script thing. So, Friday night, Colby selects, and those two together, they're like, we had planning stages of what genres can we write for? Like, you know, we practiced, uh, I think on Wednesday night, I gave them, like, a mock line of dialogue character and everything, and they wrote a script out in two hours. Mm. And so, Friday came, and, uh, Colby drew out of the hat, and we planned, we decided, like, uh, film noir and drama were our least favorite options, or John and Jason's least favorite options, and naturally, the first choice we got was drama. And so, uh, if you get a genre you don't like, you have the option of tossing it back and then selecting a wildcard genre. And the wildcard genres consist of, like, adventure serial, time travel, um, buddy comedy, I think, or something. Lots of other fun things. But the one we selected <laughs> at random, or they didn't, we didn't select it, the administrators of the festival decided to just take, like, five people, separate, like, groups of five, and then just give them the first three of the list of wildcard genres. So, we ended up with film noir, or, sorry, foreign film. I think I said film noir earlier. Foreign film. Another really hard genre to do. Like, what comes to your, like, how do you do a foreign film when you're making it here and we're not foreigners? Yeah. I mean, it was a, that was the, the, you know, when I heard, it's like Brad texting me foreign and I'm like, Man, fuck. I guess it's a good thing I speak Japanese. <laughs> like, we like we had all these ideas for all the other options, but then we got foreign film, and I was like, well, at least Adam and Colby know Japanese. Yeah. Um, so, I guess that's where we're running. And then we just kind of... <coughs> we just kind of thought about, okay, what are our resources? Well, uh, Adam and Colby know Japanese. Adam knows Kung Fu. Apparently, Andy, number two, knows some martial arts. Uh, so we got to make some kind of like spaghetti western action-y yeah. martial arts thing. So I let John know he's bummed that we're doing f- foreign <laughs> film. And so the idea was to like let 
John and Jason be off in their own area and write on their own and then, you know, send the work to us back up in Boulder. But when I sensed that John and Jason were like, what are we going to do? This isn't our area expertise. I was like, okay, I'll come over. I was going to go over anyway to like proof their first draft, but like they obviously needed idea help. So I was like, okay, well, I'll go meet with you. And then you just got off work. I got off work and you're like, we need your help now. So I yeah, went down. We're doing something Japanese so we could probably use your ideas. And so, yeah, you came down and Amber was with me anyway. And, uh, yeah, we started fleshing out, um, this, like, I guess samurai spaghetti Western. Well, at first thing. it was about two samurai lovers. Yeah. Two gay samurai lovers. Cause <laughs> in the planning stages, Colby had this script idea, like the heist genre is going to be these two, uh, thieves who were like escaping a crime scene. And then throughout their dialogue, you eventually find out that they're like gay crim, gay yeah. heist guys. So, um, <clears throat> but then that eventually got so silly that we were like, okay, we need to back up. Yeah. I was like, Although, okay, this is getting a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> in hindsight, I think ridiculous because comedy is our goal was kind of to win the, like the audience award at yeah. least. And comedy would always triumph, I think. Yeah, and considering we'd never done it before either. Mm-hmm. But when you when we saw what we were up against, holy shit, I was like, uh, I don't yeah. think anybody's going to fucking beat that nuts to you, dude. Sorry. <laughs> I know. And, like, last holy year I went shit. to, I guess, interested in this because last year I went and saw my friends who did it, their work, and, like, their competition was terrible. Like, there were shoe-ins to win. Mm. So I was like, we can do better than most of these. Yeah. So... Naturally, this year we show up and like we have all the best filmmakers in Denver show up. Oh my god, dude! So there's like three specific that were just ridiculous. Yeah, shot really well. One <clears throat> one team even had Ron Zapolo yeah. from Fox News so in their video, in their video acting. They had access to the Fox Thirty One studio, so they had like their their story was filmed like on that set, which means they worked in the industry. So they had really good resources as well as some other people. So, um, but anyway. So yeah, um, once John and Jason felt comfortable with an idea they kind of liked a little bit, me, Adam, and Amber went to a restaurant to give them time to write on their own. Then we came back, proofed it. You know, like I think we f- like redid the ending a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Because it was weak or something. <clears throat> Changed the opening just a little bit. And then uh, while we're doing this, I get a call from Sam. <laughs> See, this is like the point where... We were all good until then, and then I get the other thing is at seven o'clock when we got the genre. Like everyone else is like Andy's in Fort Collins, Sam, Miley, uh, Ruthie, who's who's another actress in a movie, and Elliot are off in Boulder, waiting to find out information. So as soon as seven o'clock hits, I expect okay, they'll give me time to process what Colby picked out, and then I'll bark out the orders through text. But like as soon as seven o'clock hit, everyone's like, "What's going on? What happened? What do we get?" I'm like right. trying to text five different people at the same time, and then I'm telling them like we got foreign film, and of course everyone else is in agreement of fuck, what do we do? So like, what's your idea? What's your plan? What's your plan? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I need to go visit with John and see what they're gonna do because they're defining what this movie is. So Andy's like, what do I bring? What do I need to bring down? How many actors do I need yet? I'm like, I don't know. We don't have a script yet. And then Sam and Ellie are like, what do we do? Like, what are we making? And um. Uh, like, I don't know, like, we have to write the script, please wait two hours, you know? And then, so, Sam and Ellie are like, fine, we're gonna go shoot some B-roll of just, like, scenery and stuff. Yeah. Because we'll probably incorporate some. I'm like, that's a good plan, good good for you. 
So they go do that, and then while we're writing the script, uh, Sam comes back, I think two or three hours later, and he's, like, losing it. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, all mad about... Because he promised... I guess he promised Ruthie kind of a part in the movie mm-hmm. without us knowing anything really about it. Yeah. You know, and, like, kind of a big part, and we're like, oh, you know, like, we... My philosophy is, like, um, we want people to act in it, but it's, like, you get what role you get in this 40-hour process. Yeah. Like, you can't have, like, headlining, like, uh, except for, like, because you were the lead actor, like, you, you were the genesis of this project, so I was like, Adam's the lead, and no matter what we do... Which but, I, you know, don't necessarily need, but, yeah. you know, but that's just always been, since it's been me and Brad, that's just what he feels comfortable yeah. doing, I think. I was like, if Adam's going to be in this, like, you know, he started it, like, he should as well be just, like, the lead actor, like, let's kind of mold it around him, but if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, like, right. it's not set in stone. So, and, like, everyone else just kind of, like, they'll be fit into a role, and they'll come on, and they'll just be happy to be a part of the process, you know? Right. Like, Colby was. Like, he was fine with doing whatever is like you were. Yeah. And I thought... Ruthie, too. And Sam, I guess, was promising her, like, okay, like, this is gonna be a movie starring you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's supposed to be a movie starring everybody. So... Yeah. Well, he calls, and Brad answers the phone, and he's, and Sam's like, hey, I heard it's a foreign film, so you're just gonna take Ruthie out of the picture? What's going on? I promised her, and, and we're like, whoa, dude, fucking chill out. Yeah. You know, and so Elliot calls me, and Elliot, being a little bit more relaxed about everything, calls, is like, hey, you know, I, uh this is what happened, you know, like, this is what Sam's thinking, this is what Ruthie's thinking, and I was like, okay, whatever, let me just talk it out, I'll call you, call y'all back, and then, so we go through it, and we find, we make a part for her <coughs> in the script that, personally, I think is, like, the most badass part of the yeah. movie, you know? It's actually a really out of place, but, I mean, it's... But it actually is cool as shit, yeah. you know? And, like, what really set him off, Sam off, was, while I was talking to him, like, trying to calm him down, he's like, what are we doing? Like, we don't have a plan, and, like, I feel like I'm being left out of the process and like of course you're being left out you're not the writer so like you can contribute ideas and we'll mold it into something but like you're just supposed to focus on shooting so keep shooting b-roll and he's like uh like what what's ruthie gonna do and i was like uh i don't know she's so far she's got like some secretary position because we uh the character is supposed to be sharon woods and she's an administrative assistant and we got to fit into this somehow like that's a required part and uh I told he's like administrative assistant. That's it. Like, yeah, she's got like a couple lines. Like, it's just how it works into the story we have so far. He's like, uh, well, I don't know if that's like really worth her time. So right. I think we're gonna send her home. I was like, uh, if she doesn't want to do it, that's fine. I'll like, I'll make Amber do it. Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> like, you don't want Ruthie to do it now? It's like, well, if she's not happy doing a little part, then fine. I'll like. Yeah. It's about finishing the movie. It's not like. Yeah, it's not about working into other people's time frame and yeah. all that shit. So, uh... But we, f- we finally calmed Sam down. Yeah, I thought I know? told him, like, look, he's, you know, you sound mm-hmm. upset, he's like, yeah, I'm f- I, I just don't know, I'm confused, I don't know what's going on, you're right, I'm just being ridiculous. So. Yeah, and so he calms down, we hammer out the script, and then we all kind of go on our separate paths for, like, six hours. I go home, and I take a shower and take, like, a one-hour nap, and then Brad goes and does shot list... And we reconvene at the bar and we shoot. Surprisingly, we shot everything <laughs> on time in a relatively good manner of time. Just I was amazed because I stayed up all night doing that shot list. Showed up, uh, I was like falling asleep driving up to Boulder. Yeah. <laughs> I like I envisioned like I stopped somewhere and Amber's like, "What are you doing?" Like I'm stopped in the middle of the road because I thought someone stopped in front of me, but yeah. it's like 
It's like a ghost town. There's no one around it. What is it? Four in the morning, five in the five morning. Five in the morning. And I get up there and I'm like, I'm ready to pass out. Like I'm carrying equipment into the catacombs bar, and just like I walk in and like everyone's like bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and like ready to go. It's it was yeah. amazing. Like all, everyone had their props ready to go. Like Miley assembled a few things like off the cuff and uh, yeah, it was just blown away. And then we just cranked out like uh, like even though I stayed up doing all those shots, like the shot list and everything. Sam and Ellie like sat down with me and like they didn't really look at it. They're like, yeah. okay, uh, we'll let's yeah. just get up and do it. And I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. So, but I think all in all, like, I mean, what we have actually kind of turned out well for what we shot, what we came through with, you know? And like, to me overall, I think this was just like one of the better learning experiences I've taken from like shooting things and going and doing things. Like it was a mix between two different, crowds of film filmmakers mm -hmm. and it really it kind of shows you know but uh at the same time like it also like came out relatively impressive considering you know what we were working with the mm -hmm. amount of kind of griping and every which i'm sure everybody has that kind of stuff in there mm -hmm. but i think that what since we've never done it before and what we approached it with and what we what the final product is i think it actually turned out really well and i was really personally satisfied with like even with what we edited today together mm. like i was i don't know it looks fucking awesome to me now <laughs> like, you know? yeah a little more polished that was like kind of a bummer because like saturday we finished early like we finished yeah. shooting way earlier than we expected and at the time i was like there's something wrong yeah but <laughs> i couldn't pinpoint it and then i finally went home got some sleep as well as did everyone else sam took the footage and started like capturing it right um like we finished shooting the the ninja scene with andy and gail and elliot Everyone else went, like, I was like, yeah, everyone take a break. Like, we shot, we're done early, let's get some little rest, and we'll come back and edit and stuff and do music. And so I went home and slept, and then I sprung up out of bed the next morning, remembering that we didn't shoot the end scene right. of the movie. The beginning. The so very beginning. The beginning. The part where you opened the... End the end. Yeah. What was the beginning? The telephone. Telephone? Remember the phone call between me oh, and Oh, yeah. well, yeah, my, my it's part. not the beginning, but yeah. Or not you, the beginning, yeah. yeah. While we were at the school shooting, school shooting, uh, <laughs> shooting the ninja thing, I forgot to get him like a pic, like a shot of the phone he was talking to Sharon on. And then, anyway, uh, yeah, the end scene. And so, like, I had to run back up to Boulder, wrestle Adam out of bed. It was like noon or something, and yeah, we were all expecting that it was just gonna be me and Sam editing for us today. So I had to go grab Elliot's camera, grab Adam, go to the school shoot the end scene and get Elliot we had to get a hold of Elliot and Erica oh Erica helped us too yeah get the briefcase with the diamond in it right the diamond quote unquote diamond you'll see if you watch it and then uh, so we were like waiting to get a hold of Elliot to go get that prop and then I think it was like 2 o'clock when we yeah. actually finished shooting that got back to Sam's place and Sam had started actually he slept and woke up at 7 he captured it at night and woke up at 7 to edit it and uh he was trying to organizationally edit it as opposed to rapid fire edit <laughs> and he was working on the sound more than he like he instead of just like laying out all the scenes and just kind of getting the story together he's focused on sweetening the audio which is important because you want it to sound good yeah because uh, like bad audio you know like a student film will like really take you out of it yeah but I got there and there's like only there's not even parts of scene there's, there's only parts of scenes done there's not even like whole scenes done and there's like uh, I'm wondering like where's this shot at and where, what happened to this 
And yeah, he, like, he didn't, I guess... Uh, he just uh, was editing as if he had enough time to edit everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like, weeks. But he we didn't. And then, so... And in the end, we were going to put in Japanese voiceover anyways. Yeah. So I didn't, we were like, why are you even touching the sound? Like, just... Yeah, it's... You know. a, yeah. Like, so, he, was, he was sweetening the dialogue. And I was like, we'll just sweeten the... The sound effects yeah. parts of it. So I go, I went in and I'm like, okay, let's fucking bang this out while Brad was editing the other scenes yeah, that we had shot. Yeah, I was doing shot. credits and trying to make titles and, and subtitles. Sam was and like, that. I came in at one point. I was like, how's it going? He's like, well, we need a blood spray effect for when Gail gets her neck cut. I was like, okay, um, I guess I'll go make that. So I went and made this blood, this shitty blood spurt effect that we didn't even need. Yeah, we didn't end up using. And you and I cut up the Japanese dialogue that didn't make it in because we ran out of time and uh we <coughs> Sam's I didn't get to watch the video until um after we turned it in because yeah. Sam was just like trust oh also Sam came he's like it's too long we gotta cut out a bunch of Andy's dialogue trim it down and I was like well let me see what you want to cut because you know it's, I feel like I gotta like honor John's writing he's like you gotta trust me it's, uh, we don't have time for this and so I had to, like, relinquish that and let him cut it down. I was like, what is he... Like, I know he doesn't like stuff about the script, but it's like, but, what is yeah. he really going to take out? So, like, in hindsight, what I should have done is I should have stayed up one more night, like, let Sam capture it, and then I could have... I also shut my computer up at his house before that morning, too, so that overnight I could have, like, taken a couple of the scenes and did them, because I edited your end scene that we just shot like in that. Like, yeah, like three minutes. Yeah, so, like, but, I could have put together some scenes the way I thought they should be, and then just, like, rendered them out and then handed it to him, and then you could just fit them in places and then fix all the audio and everything. Yeah. So, like, as team leader, that's my fault. Like, I didn't manage the time that well. and. But in the um, end, we kind of just turned gave in... Gave him too much, because, yeah, he shot and yeah. edited, so... I mean, like, in the end, we turned in more of, like, a rough cut. Yeah. You know, that wasn't quite polished and all that kind of stuff, so... We turned it in, like, yeah. 20 <laughs> minutes before the deadline. Like, Amber and I were, like, racing down 36... Like, yeah. uh, the turn-in place with the, was the Skylark. Yeah. And so, just, we weren't the only ones. Everyone else was rushed. All the other teams were like... One team turned in a hard drive, and the administrators were like, what's this? Yeah. Like, we can't accept this. And they're like, uh, you said we could... Do, it's just a big zip drive, you know? So, and there was like one team was... They had it on their laptop. <coughs> had it on their laptop. And they were like, it was still rendering. The render bar was still going <laughs> on their project as they were like walking into the bar on their laptop. It was crazy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was like down to the wire. And then, yeah, I didn't actually see the actual cut of the movie until we left that place. And then Sam and Miley and me and Amber went to like an Italian restaurant and we like played it on the computer there. Yeah. And it was just like. But in the end, I don't know. It's like, all right. It's all right. It was missing titles. It had like really is, dorky credits. Yeah, and but what didn't it is have, now like, is good, like awesome. Yeah. So we turned it in, and I was like, "Well, this is cool, but I'm, I want to take the footage and like take it home, do a new cut, put the Japanese on it, do the movie that you know, give Andy and Andy, uh, Andy a chance to score it and everything. You know, do the movie we had in our heads because yeah, yeah, it's not going to go beyond." This cut's probably not going to go beyond the showing on uh, next Friday, but let's have it for us to like enjoy for ourselves right. the way we wanted it. So, so uh, maybe another week. Yeah, probably. I've I've spent like a month trying to get it together. I I recut it. It's actually got like like all the shots 
you wanted, and then, like, I obviously spruced it up with our graphics and titles and stuff, and, but now it's got the Japanese audio over it, and now it just mm-hmm. needs music, and then once the music's done, I can finish the credits and put on a DVD with, like, a blooper reel. <coughs> yeah, and commentary and such. And, yeah, commentary, I'm going to have Jason and uh, John do a writer's commentary track, and then you, me, and maybe Amber mm-hmm. will do a, or Andy. <coughs> do another track. So, but you're Sorry. dying. You need to stop talking. <laughs> I think I did. So, but uh, I hope you guys enjoy it, because uh, I certainly do. But uh, let's take off so that Brad can fucking save his throat. He's Sorry. Sick. Yeah, it's kind of done being sick. It's from all that staying up. <laughs> In editing. Yeah, so... Uh, and we'll tell you about the other Spruces Domain stuff we're doing. And, yeah, uh, there's some surprises. That will be for another episode when I'm Not able to dying. talk again. So... All right. Until next week, this is Brad. And Adam. Sayonara. Onara. Oh, <laughs> That's Japanese for fart. <laughs> <laughs>